Hi, this is your host, Della Wren. Welcome to today's episode of Master Your Being, a show where I talk about how to master your thoughts, feelings, and behavior while sharing my own journey of self-mastery with you along the way. Be sure to follow me on social media to see what I'm up to. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Mastodon by searching for The Della Wren. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Hey folks, welcome to, welcome back to Master Your Being. This is Della Wren. I hope you are doing well. So let's talk about pain. Let's talk about defending pain. Let's talk about what the brain does with the pain. Let's talk about what happens. So I'm going to start this out by talking about myself just for a second. Because in my past, I experienced depression and I experienced suicidal tendencies. I attempted suicide a handful of times in my life. Two of those times resulted in hospitalized stays, that kind of thing. Why did my brain do that? What, what, what caused that, right? So I had experience, uh, an experience or experience, experiences in my life, and my brain didn't know what to do with that. The pain was too much, and my mind, <clears throat> excuse me, moved to depression and suicidal tendencies as a way of managing the pain, as a way of almost in a way protecting me from the pain. It doesn't seem like suicidal tendencies would protect you from the pain because you think, well, death isn't really protecting you from pain, but it actually is in a very warped sort of a way. It does protect you. It protects the human body from pain. Physical death protects the human body from pain. So in my for me, my depression and my suicidal tendencies were self-created. They were self-created. My brain used them as coping mechanisms. It was self-created. Some people are born with depression. It's a whole other thing. Okay. Some people have those chemical imbalances in the brain that where they are depressed and they literally need medication to manage it so that they can stay out of that depression. That's a totally different thing. I'm talking about the stuff the mind does after particularly traumatic experiences in order to allow us to keep going in some kind of a way. This is what I'm talking about. So now with the depression, with my suicide stuff, I had a choice. I can stay in that. I can stay in that. I can let it take over my life. I can stay there. I can defend depression, right? And try to avoid experience so that I don't end up depressed. I, I can do that, right? And a lot of people would. A lot of people would look at the depression and the suicide thing and they would be like, okay, I'm just going to create myself a little, a little cave and I'm going to live in it for the rest of my life because I don't want to experience that. A lot of people would sort of 
cocoon themselves up, try to avoid all pain and all experience and just hide. Or I can figure out how to live my life. When I had my, what we call awakening experience nine years ago, I did so from depression. I had once again found myself depressed and I had the suicidal tendencies yet again. And intuitively, I got this message that I could heal myself, right? The suicidal tendencies and the depression at the time scared me. And survival kicked in. Brain's natural response, right? Survival kicked in. For whatever reason that time, instead of instead of, you know, just going with the depression and going with the with the suicidal tendencies, survival kicked in. And when survival kicked in, it caused me to go how the F did I get here and what the F do I need to do to fix it? And immediately I got that intuitive message to deal with it within myself, to deal with the things within myself that were causing me pain. And I accepted to go on that journey. And that's kind of what started this whole thing. That's what led me here. But that's not always, that didn't happen before. That didn't happen the previous times, right? I wasn't yet ready for that journey. Right? I needed to scare myself. So let's talk about what happens there. What is the mind doing? What's going on? Why does the mind do that? The mind is trying to protect itself. It's trying to protect the, the body from more pain, from more trauma. And so it creates, for me, it created depression. It creates these mental illnesses as a way to get you to to protect yourself. So what does depression do? Well, it shuts you down. It stops you from living your life, right? Depression, often people end up, you know, in bed, you know, for weeks on end, right? It, it stops you. It, it literally stops you. But where does that come from? The mind is protecting itself from pain the person has yet to figure out how to process, right? I didn't have, I didn't know what I know now back then, right? I couldn't, I couldn't do this, right? So I didn't have the skills. I didn't have the skills. I didn't know how to manage it. And so the mind went into something that we consider to be a mental illness, as a means of self-protection. And what generally happens is people use that as a reason to defend pain.
The pain caused depression. So what do I do? I appease the pain. I make choices, future choices and decisions in my life based on that pain, based on the idea that I need to appease the pain. I need to keep the pain happy so it doesn't bother me anymore. I need to make sure I don't end up there again. And I did that for a long time. I need to make sure I don't end up there again. So I'm going to live my life in such a way that I appease the pain. Guess what it didn't do? I couldn't avoid the pain. No matter how many times I tried to appease it, I couldn't keep myself out of it. My experience still culminated in a final bout of depression with suicidal tendencies, a whole lot of pain, and guess what? I had to stop appeasing the pain. I had to stop defending the pain. I had to learn to see my life differently. So what does that mean? What did I do? For me, and the processes that I teach are mostly logical ones. Yes, emotions are there. I I don't, the emotions are there, right? I talk about emotions sometimes, but I talk about it as a thing that should come and go, not as a thing that should stick around forever, right? I talk about it as something that should start and stop, that is a finite, temporary experience. You aren't meant to be in pain your whole life. Pain isn't meant to be a permanent experience. It's not. And when you live in a way, if I had stayed in depression, and you live in a way where you honor the pain, you appease the pain, you defend the pain, when you live in a way that you do that, it keeps you in pain longer. It keeps you in pain more of the time. How much of your life do you want to spend in pain? How much of your life do you want to spend in pain? So because I come at pain logically, not emotionally, because emotion just makes you wallow in it and the the emotions just never end and they go on forever and it's like a giant tidal wave and it sucks you in and you can't get out of it, right? I come at it logically. So what I'm trying to do is understand experience in a way that doesn't offer me pain anymore. That's what I'm trying to do. I want to understand my experience in such a way that it doesn't offer me pain. Sometimes the experience is truly painful, yes. 
but it's what you do with it after that matters, right? So the experience itself hurt, cool, right? Somebody called you names and your feelings got hurt, cool, right? Bad things happen. Yes, they do. Okay, cool. Now what? Once the experience is over, the now what matters because the now what determines what happens next. And when you don't have the skills to process that experience, now what turns into depression? Now what turns into all kinds of mental illnesses and problems and all kinds of things? Now what is, is a whole can of worms because you don't have the skills yet, right? I didn't have the skills. Maybe you don't have the skills, right? So yes, now what is a whole can of worms. But it doesn't have to be a can of worms. And if you have that can of worms hanging around, you can get out of it. You don't have to stay there. So for me, now what turned into understanding present experience, understanding how my past experience was affecting my present experience. Understanding how I was creating my own pain in the present, even though nothing bad was necessarily happening anymore. The experience itself may be painful, but we do a really, really, really good job of creating our own pain after experience is over. And that's the thing we need to deal with. So when you look at your present experience logically, the things that just tick you off, annoy you, these aren't major traumatic experiences, this is day-to-day life, this is people doing stuff, this is, you know, cutting you off in traffic, this is the annoyances of your day-to-day experiences, these are the relationships you have that are a little out of whack, these are the things that, that life just brings you, right? The, the stress over the money and all the stuff that's going on in your life, right? That's just the day-to-day stuff. Nothing, nothing big here, just day-to-day crap, right? Just normal stuff. How is your previous experience affecting you now? What's it doing for you? What's it offering you? What's it showing you? Right? So somebody says something a certain way and it rubs at you the wrong way. And then what? Right? Because it has something to do with some past experience. So immediately here's this trigger. Somebody says something completely harmless. They're, they're, they aren't the problem at all. There's nothing wrong with them. 
but they say something and it triggers something in you and you, you have a moment. You have a moment. And that moment is completely unrelated to the present experience. Completely unrelated. What you are feeling has absolutely nothing to do with the present. Nothing. But you feel it anyway. What are you feeling? You are feeling the pain of past experience. Why? What are you holding on to? Where did that come from? That's back there 30 years ago when that thing happened. Okay. So now what are you going to do with that? Why did that thing from 30 years ago bug you? Because it was whatever, right? Because of whatever, right? Because of what happened, right? So now you're going to defend the pain. You're going to tell me why you're entitled to feel the pain of that trigger. You're going to tell me all about the reasons why you feel that pain. You're going to justify it. You're going to defend it. And you're going to try to appease it. So what are you going to do? That poor person in your present experience that didn't do anything wrong at all is probably getting the boot. Because you're appeasing the pain. And you're using your past experience to defend the pain you're still carrying around with you. And it's causing you a problem. It's causing you a problem. And you're arguing with it. And we have these conversations in so many different ways, over and over and over and over again. Because your experience continues to poke at old pain. And you continue to appease that old pain. And then it creates cycles in your life. Because you keep re-experiencing it over and over and over again. Why? Why do you keep experiencing it? Because you keep holding on to it. You keep defending it. So it keeps getting poked at. Until you stop. Right? The way I let go of depression and suicide attempts was by no longer defending it, by no longer justifying it, by no longer trying to protect myself from it. I had to figure out that I could handle what happened next. And then I had to learn to see my experience in such a way that it didn't cause me to do that anymore.
how can I manage my experience in such a way? How can I manage myself within the experience in such a way that I don't have to do that anymore? What does that look like? How do I get to a place where I no longer have to appease the pain? By understanding that my perception is warped by the pain and my experience is not doing what I think it's doing. My experience, my current present experience is not a reason to justify the pain. My current present experience is not a reason to defend the pain. My current present experience is not a reason to appease the pain. My current present experience is just my current present experience and it has nothing to do with anything. It's just a thing that's happening. It's just a thing that's happening. And when you can see it as just a thing that's happening and you can detach it from all the other things that have happened in the past, it makes your life a little easier. You don't have to sit there. It doesn't have to be a thing. You don't have to make it the big horkin deal that you make it out to be. You don't have to defend it. You don't have to justify it. It doesn't have to stay. But for you to let it go, you have to understand that you're defending it and justifying it. You have to understand that you're holding it, you're holding on to it and you're trying to use it as a shield. And it's not working. Pain doesn't make a good shield. Hate to break it to you. It just doesn't. Depression doesn't make a good shield either, by the way. It doesn't make a good shield. Pain will not protect you from more pain. Pain will bring you more pain. Pain will not protect you from more pain. Because your life experience will continue to poke at that pain over and over and over and over and over and over again. And guess what? You don't like that. That's no fun. You don't like it when it pokes at the pain. So much of the pain that you experience is self-created. You're creating it in your head to protect yourself. The experience offered you some pain. Cool. Okay. But that was limited. And if you'd simply process that and let it go, it would have stayed finite and limited. But because you don't, and you hang on to it, and you tell stories about it, and, and, and you get into blame, shame, guilt, and victimization, and you do all the things, now the pain is unlimited. It has unlimited potential because you dump gasoline on it every single time. You have an unlimited potential to create pain in your life based on your experience. The more you defend it, the more you appease it, the more you justify it.
if you didn't let your mind do anything with the experience except process it, you would be better. You wouldn't have all of that. You just wouldn't. You wouldn't have it all. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a thing. You wouldn't do it. You would be fine. It's hard, right? Because you're arguing with me. Right? You're arguing with me. Because you want to defend the pain. My pain is not self-created. This experience and that experience and that experience and that experience. But they aren't happening now. Those experiences aren't happening now. So those experiences didn't create the pain you're currently feeling. For those experiences to have created the pain that you're currently feeling, they would have to be happening again right now. And they're not. So the pain you're currently feeling is self-created pain because there's nothing going on in your experience to justify that pain right now. Nothing's happening. If you're feeling pain and there's nothing going on, it's self-created pain. If you're feeling pain and you had this minor little experience in your life, somebody said something in a way that reminded you of something else and you're suddenly pained and triggered and bothered, your experience didn't show you that. Your experience didn't give you a big trigger. Your experience didn't do anything to you. That pain is self-created based on a memory. that you attached to your present day experience. And when the mind gets overwhelmed and it offers you mental illness because it doesn't know how to deal with it, your job is to one step at a time start to deconstruct those experiences. to start to understand where the overwhelm is. Get the ego out of there. Stop telling the stories of blame, shame, guilt, and victimization. Make the experience just a thing that happened. Allow the emotion to come and go, because that's what it's meant to do. And the experience may continue to sting. Memory may continue to sting. That's fine. But more or less, the experience should just be a thing that happened. When you get most experience down to a more bare-bones state, 
Pretty much everything is just a projection of pain from somebody else that you picked up. And when you just understand that people are throwing their pain around, and you can learn to leave that with them because it's not yours, then your experience becomes a little more easier to manage. It doesn't have to be a thing. You make it a thing, but it doesn't have to be a thing. I let every single person in my experience off the hook. Every single person in my experience. Whether they're present in my current experience or not, I let every single one of them off the hook. And I realized that my perception was more of a problem than anything that they were doing or saying. And you can get there too. You can start to isolate those experiences and see how you held on to the pain and how that pain all spread out through all throughout all of your different aspects of your life. You can start to see all of that. You can start to see it. You can start to see how you held on to it. You can start to see how you how you appeased it. You can start to see how there were little experiences all along the way that triggered that old pain and how you reacted badly and made mountains out of molehills and did all kinds of stuff. You'll start to see it. Because it's there. Because of all the triggers. You let the pain turn into a hot button. And that's what it does. You don't have to do this stuff to yourself. It doesn't have to be like that. You don't have to play that way. You can learn to master that experience so that it doesn't bother you anymore. Even if the memory stings sometimes, you can learn not to live from the pain of an experience, of any experience and every experience. You can learn not to live from the pain of it. It's possible. I've done it, and I continue to do it on a regular basis, and you can too. All right, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so, so much for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoy that. This has been Della Red with Master Your Being. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends if you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to Master Your Being with me, your host, Della Red. You can subscribe to my podcast and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to catch me on my next episode. I'll see you soon.